0: Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Green Light Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Anne Elder.
0: Today, Anne, we are going to review a film written and directed by Woody Allen called Blue Jasmine. Mm -hmm. Blue Jasmine stars a lot of very interesting actors.
1: Absolutely.
0: But really, what you need to talk about in this film is Kate Blanchett, who plays Jasmine.
1: Absolutely. She
0: is just marvelous. This film kind of parallels Mm -hmm. Tennessee Williams' Streetcar Named Desire, made very, very modern, put in San Francisco in the current day. Jasmine, who was married to an extremely wealthy man got stuck when he was arrested for fraud. He went to prison. It was
1: a Wall Street biggie. Right. Right. Everything
0: was taken away from her. Her ex-husband, played, by the way, brilliantly by Alec Baldwin as Hal, takes his own life when he's in prison. She has nothing and nowhere to go. So she winds up in San Francisco to kind of force herself on her sister Ginger, played by Sally Hawkins. Of course, Sally has a husband, Augie, played by, of all people, Andrew Dice Clay. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen Andrew Dice Clay in a movie for Many Moons, White Cloud.
1: I said to you (laughs) earlier, he should be sending flowers to his agent every single day because he hasn't worked for a long time, and certainly not in a prestigious movie like Woody Allen's Blue Jasmine, that's for sure.
0: Right. Augie's best friend is Chili, played by Bobby Cannavale, who is just fine in this film. He is really very, very good. He's kind of the Marlon Brando, you know, Stanley Kowalski character, if you will. What really, really works here in this film is Kate Blanchett. She is never off screen. She is never without a drink in her hand. She is never... Happy with her life. Right. Everything was terrific and it was all taken from her and she just doesn't know what to do anymore and she goes to her sister, who is not the most sympathetic person
1: in the world. There's a good reason why. Of course. Years before, when Ginger and her husband went to visit her wealthy sister and husband Hal in their fancy New York condominium, they were snubbed a little bit by them. And I don't think that Sally really ever got over it. And I don't think that she's ever going to let Jasmine forget it either. Right. There's a history of unhappiness between these sisters. By the way, they were both adopted. So there's a reason why they look not alike at all.
0: Speaking of how they look, Kate Blanchett is so beautiful in this film, even as we see her you know, just being worn away by the people that she has dated and people that she runs into, and she can't get herself a decent job, and she can't do anything. Her performance here is so mesmerizing.
1: Well, I have to say this about this latest Woody Allen drama. This is not remotely as much fun or as entertaining as Midnight in Paris. No, not at all. This is a very tough drama, and I think without Kate Blanchett in the movie, I would not have liked this film very much at all.
0: Well, I think you're probably right.
1: Even though there are some excellent actors who are trying to match their best against Blanchett, but I don't think you can be in this same arena with someone like Kate Blanchett and come out on the winning side, because her performance is just so extraordinary. It's really a masterclass yes. in fine acting. Everybody else is okay, but take away the ingredient of Kate Blanchett and you have a very mediocre film. I thought that... Jasmine, in that ubiquitous Chanel jacket that we see in almost every scene because that's all she could hold on to after she sold all of her belongings because the government took everything away from her, I thought that we were watching her on a downward spiral. We see her life unraveling. You mentioned that she always has a drink in her hand. She also has a lot of Xanax, and she keeps waiting for the Xanax to kick in so that she can find some artificial serenity in her life. Yeah. The best of the character actors, I thought, that come into Jasmine's life was the character of Dwight, played by Peter Sarsgaard, who almost rescues jasmine from her downward spiral
0: he was terrific he comes in fairly late in the film Mm -hmm. and he is if you're familiar with streetcar and desire he was kind of the mitch character he just falls completely in love with her and then he finds out about her past and he becomes really terrible to her
1: well she lies to him she
0: lies to him terribly She
1: lies to everyone but she particularly wants to marry him He represents the kind of lifestyle that she used to have. He's an architect. She pretends that she's an interior decorator. He's (laughs) going to show her a new apartment that he just bought. She pretends that she knows what she's going to do with it. Then he says he wants to run for political office. She'd be the perfect political wife. Are you kidding? And then someone rings the truth on her And that would be Andrew Dice Clay. That's a very awkward scene, badly played by Mr. Clay, I'm so sorry to say. That's the problem with the movie. It's a very uneven narrative. But because you have this brilliant actress tying it all together, you can almost overlook the unevenness of it. And you will accept the film for what it is, a tour de force for Kate Blanchett. Definitely.
0: You know, looking back over the gazillion movies that I have seen, I'm sure you've seen 99% of the same films, I'm thinking of films like Brando and On the Waterfront, Meryl, mm-hmm. Streep in Sophie's Choice, Betty Davis in Everything, specifically All About Eve, where everybody else was good, the script was good, the direction was good, but really what you remember is this astonishing performance, and Kate Blanchett is right there.
1: I was just going to say to you that Woody Allen, this is a great creation from him, because he's turned a character based on Blanche from streetcar, but also it's based on Bernie Madoff's wife. In this case, this is a woman who is demanding, unpleasant, snobbish, duplicitous. She's riveting, pathetic. She's a mess of a character. And then he makes her vulnerable and sad and appealing. This is a rather astonishing accomplishment, but the fact that he cast Kate Blanchett is a true stroke of genius. If
0: you miss Kate Blanchett's performance, you are going to kick yourself for the rest of your life. Do not miss Blue Jasmine. I am giving it a green light. I just think it is amazing to watch.
1: I think that Blue Jasmine has a particular appeal to those who have a dire need for a drama fix. Now, (laughs) if you're in the mood for a lighter Woody Allen movie, then there are plenty of films from which to select this movie jasmine is going to make you feel mighty blue but that said blue jasmine for me rates a green light mainly for that flinty incredible performance by the main character played by you know who kate blanchett
0: okay two green lights for blue jasmine we're going to come back and review another movie very, very soon. We hope you will come back with us and find out what that one is all about. Until then, my name is Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Ann Elder.
0: And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you won't be blue the next time we run into you in the dark at the movies.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, Next Best Picture.